America needs a tidal wave of the old time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sin. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, praising God. Hey everybody, welcome to Believe It or Not. I'm uh, Damien. And I'm Trevor. And we're back again for another episode. And we're back. Another bye week. Another Yeah, welcome back to the bye week. To the bayou, uh, if you're if you born live in the, the bayou, bayou, born in the bayou, uh, what do you get up to today? Uh, went to Costco. Ooh, nice. yeah, nice. That's pretty great. Yeah, um, I uh, worked today. How was work? It was good. I was, was serving good. this one table, and this old lady's like, "Who do who do you remind me of?" And I was like, "I don't know." She's like, "Do you ever get an actor? Did anybody ever tell you you look like an actor?" And I was like, "I mean." I, I've been told Thomas Middleditch, but I don't think you know who that is. <laughs> She's like, no, that's not it. Oh, a young Robert De Niro. And I was like, uh, yeah, no, I'll take that. Yep, no problem at all. And she's like, and I know, I had the biggest crush on him back in the day. I'm like, oh, all right. Man. Yep, where I'm sold. So you're saying yeah. you got a new girlfriend. So I have a new girlfriend. I think she's in her 70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Hey, man, why not? It's just the way it is. Yeah. So that was my day. So a young Robert De Niro, nice. And then a little later on in the same day, I had a $75 table not tip me. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. You got to have balance, and, right? And I was like, hey, uh, was there anything wrong with the service today? And uh, they're like, no, it was great. You were awesome. Thank you so much. And I was like, okay, well, it's just that I didn't get a tip, so I thought maybe I messed up. And they're like, no, sorry. Thanks, though. Bye. <laughs> I was oh, okay. like, okay. Cool. No, I I prefer your things. Huh. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, so that, that was my day. So ups and downs, you know. Yeah. Well, now yeah. you have to work on your Robert De Niro, mm-hmm. and just start playing it up at yeah. work and see if people <laughs> start saying like, "Hey, you were yeah, Robert like, De Niro." Excuse me, are you talking to me? Uh, we'll work on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that just reminded me of that show Cavendish when the stepmom's like, "Um, did you fuck my wife?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was uh, Robert De Niro. Um, all right, so today let's talk. Let's get right into it. You want, want to get let's right into it? Go right for it. Do you know what apologetics is? I, uh, it's what we're doing after you dropping that line on the yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm apologizing. <laughs> so I'm apologetic, but apologetics is a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, apologetics is like when you argue for the faith, like when you okay. give arguments for why God's real or why your faith is the the right one, the real one. Why do they? Why do they call it apologetics? It seems that seems yeah, like. It, it's from the same Greek word as okay. apology, basically like explaining and... Oh, they're retaking the word? Uh, re- yeah, they're retaking the word. Actually, I had the definition or the etymology up. I'll just grab that real quick. I mean, I'm sure there's a, a reason for it, but I, I mean, with, with like the current understanding of apologizing and apologetics, yeah. it, it seems like, well, what did, what did they do that they're so sorry about? Yeah, it just means, uh, it's just Greek for speaking in defense. Oh, speaking in defense. Yeah. Okay. So, like, you're speaking in defense okay, of that, the faith. Why do they call them uh, speaky defenders? Yeah, it's a good or a speakeasy or just the defenders or the defenders. Oh, Marvel's defenders. That's That'd what they could call it. Be like, oh, I'm a Christian Marvel's defenders. Christian Marvel's I, defenders. I, I argue for the faith and Marvel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I remember uh, last was it when, when was the Parkland shooting? Oh, when was that? In the was it last spring or was it? I think a it was, year it was ago? something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean that's almost a year ago now. Yeah, that's true. Close. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, 
this last spring. Yeah. Um, wow, time flies. But I this picture was going around on Facebook. It was like a T-shirt, and it said um, something like, people ask God, why God didn't stop it, but you kicked God out of school a long time ago. Oh, right? I've, I've seen these before. And so I I posted a thing about how awful that was. And this one guy, he's like a theologian, kind of apologetics guy. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of his main thing. His comment was, that's a terrible t-shirt, right? Yeah. And then this other, uh, this other woman came on and started arguing why it was true. And why we can't expect God to do something if we um, don't allow him in schools. And I was like, you never, you know, you were never not allowed to pray in school. It's just you couldn't make it part of the curriculum or yeah. whatever. Personally, you're allowed to pray. Personally, you're you want, allowed you to read the Bible. And you, yeah, Christian clubs are allowed. Like, it's not. And I was like, and also, why do the kids deserve to die because of this? Yeah. And stuff like that. And she's like, well, they deserve to die because of original sin or whatever. And I said, um, you're a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> For saying, well, the kids deserve to die because of this. Yeah. <laughs> if you have to justify why it's okay yeah. that kids are dying. Yeah. And so, yeah, I said, you're a terrible person. Uh, if we're ever at a party or anything, please avoid me and I'm unfriending you on Facebook. Oh, I right don't now. think that person would ever be at a party. Yeah, that's true. And she's like, I'm sorry if I worded it bad. I'm not good at apologetics. And I was like, I don't, you know, the person who was good at apologetics was the one who said, that's a terrible t-shirt. <laughs> there you and, um, but she was, yeah, uh, she had this apologetics kind of on a pedestal of like, right. it's an important thing. But I, I don't know. I kind of view it as, Kind of dishonest. So, sorry, if like, I, let me just clarify. So, yeah. apologetics is, it's not necessarily like a specific denomination, but no. it's just a general, the general, uh, yeah. the general idea of yeah. apolo- not, uh, defending the faith yeah. in any context, or is there a specific context? A lot of times it'll be, can... it'll be in debates, or there'll be books of like, dif- like why faith is real. Like C.S. Lewis, author of yeah. Narnia. The Narnia books uh, wrote a book called *Mere Christianity*, and it's all kind of his arguments for the faith and why Christianity is true and why God is okay. is real. So, in the case of this lady, then just defending uh, killing children, would that technically be considered apologetics? No, or is that just she's someone, just an idiot. She's just an she idiot. just thought that's like, what I thought. Oh, if I was better at apologetics, then I could word this better. It's like no, you're just. So it's not justifying horrible things. No, 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 not at all. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That that was. I just found it really funny that that's how she ended it with like, "Oh, sorry, I'm not good at apologetics." Right. No, it's you're just a bad person. I mean, but, I mean, it was a good way to kind of segue into figuring out kind of the semantics of what would be considered. Yeah. Apologetics is it yeah. is it is it more focused then on, uh, um, th- uh, dogma and uh, the the actual theology of it rather than specific incidences like. Again, where it's like, well, this happened because this, and it's like, yeah. So it's it's more. It'll have like it's more like arguments from different points of view. So there's like, quote unquote, scientific arguments or or like philosophic, philosophical, yeah. philosophical arguments, philosophical, yeah, philosophical arguments or like yeah, different things like that. So I'll kind of go through quickly a brief kind of origin. Ironic, you'll see why in a sec. Okay. Of of kind of christian apologetics x-men's origin and x-men uh origin apologetics and and then uh kind of talk about some of the arguments and some of the categories of arguments is it is it also trying to um uh what's what's the word i'm looking for not unify but um 
rationalize not rational there's a specific word and i can't think of it to to kind of uh have the three different kind of contrasting viewpoints fit into the narrative that they're trying to push kind of thing or do you know what i'm saying like uh when you're saying like oh well it's still it's still like what the bible says even though it says this oh yeah like trying yeah trying to rationalize kind of like yeah uh, the scientific thing within the context of the it can be but mostly it's like just going to be arguments for why the bible's right or like why christianity's right or like why the sometimes it's just as simple as there has to be a god and then and then they kind of infer like and it's probably our god but why why I know you don't yeah. believe that, but I just, it's, why does there have to be? Yeah, I know. So, yeah, so, okay, so we'll, um, all right, so actually, here we go. Like, I'll just, um, so there was this guy named Celsus, uh, Roman, a Greek, sorry, a Greek philosopher, philosopher named Celsus, right? So he's in, like, early, current era, early, early 80s, C-E. so, like, 100s, you know, around then. He's going around saying Christianity is awful, Christians are terrible, um, and he wrote the true word, and it was a, crit- a criticism of Christianity, basically. Origen comes along, uh, a guy named Origen, oh, and he published an apologetic treatise called uh, Contra Celsum, which is like um, basically against Celsus. Yeah. And it's the first real Christian apologetic book. So he goes through and says why Christianity is right, blah, 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 it's all good. So this started and off as a disc track? It's a, it started off as a disc track. Oh, my God. Yeah, a, dis, a disc track, not a disc track. Um, I can't speak. <laughs> so that's kind of the first big, major Christian apologetics mm. text there are. And yeah. then the tradition just continues today. One of the biggest guys right now is this fella, this uh, good, nice fella uh, named William Lane Craig. Um, kind of a douchebag. Uh, is that why you said nice fella? Yeah, okay. yeah. He's the one that like people worship. Like this guy is the smartest guy ever. Is he? Uh, um, I'm trying to think of someone analogous to that. Someone like uh, like a, a, a Jordan Peterson in a way. Yeah, some people or kind like of a view Neil him. deGrasse Tyson of like yeah. how people just kind of think he's the smartest person ever. And yeah, yeah. And that's that's he has a very devoted base, and yeah. it's kind of like, well, wait a minute, yeah, Let's step back. A bit. Like pe- they just think he's like super smart. He has something called the Kalam cosmological argument, which we'll get to in a bit, or I could just cover it now. It's uh, basically this. Whatever begins to exist has a cause. The universe began to exist. Therefore, the universe had a cause. Why? Wait. Whatever begins to exist had a cause? Yeah. The universe began to exist. Therefore, the universe had a cause. Why Why does everything... that? What's the, what's the basis of his argument exactly? I don't, yeah, because I think... Because like I was watching a video about it, and it showed like a chicken laying an egg, and like see that egg had the cause what was the chicken. This seems like a logical like, fallacy. Where it does, it's like, yeah. Okay. Because like yeah, if you think about it, can you th- really think of anything that began to exist? It's everything's just made out of other things. Yeah. Nothing just nothing that I can think of began to exist. Like even a newborn baby, it's you know. Well, DNA I, from their parents and it sells. I think in that know. way, then that makes sense. It, it, things have a cause and that's why they came to be. They yeah. came from something else. But I guess he's trying to say that at the very, like before there was anything and then yeah. there was something. Yeah. There's like, there has to be a cause for it. But yeah. And and it granted, if that was true, how do we know it's God? Mm-hmm. Um, like there's other, you know, hypotheses of what could have caused the Big Bang. Yeah. 
Uh, we also don't know that it needed to be something. That's no, like it the very first well could thing. Be nothing. Like everything the... we've seen has had to have a cause, but we don't know. Everything in our perception. Yeah, exactly. And so it's, uh, yeah, that's his main argument. That's one of the big ones today that you'll get a lot of people arguing. One of the first ones, though, one of the first big ones that you'll get when people are arguing the faith to you, and this is something that, you know, guy on the street hands you a, a little tract and wants to talk to you. Oh, I don't usually take those. Oh yeah, he's gonna he's gonna bring up the Pascal's wager. You know Pascal's wager? I've I've heard of this. I, I remind me. Okay, I'll give you the gist of like the way it's worded a lot of times, and mm-hmm. you can just be like, uh, "You're using Pascal's wager," and then I'll read you what oh, he oh, said. Okay. So basically, there can either be a god or not a god, right? If you and so you have to make a choice. Do you believe in God? Or do you not believe in God? If you say, I believe in God, and God doesn't exist, nothing happens. If he does exist, you go to heaven when you die. Okay. But if you say, I don't believe in God, and he doesn't exist, then nothing happens. But then if he does exist, then you spend eternity in hell. So the logical option is to say, I believe in God. But wouldn't a just and true God... Uh, rather have people not believe in him but be kind and good people rather than people who blindly believe in him and are terrible, horrible people? Never heard of it. Never heard of any religion saying that, no. Because, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you would think if, if yeah. everything that you espouse your, your, uh, your deity to be and they're so insecure that the only way that they'll grant you any kind of eternal freedom is if you devote your life to them yeah. because they they need you to need them so badly like yeah. some bad ex yeah and you can't okay first of all you can't believe something that you don't believe in you don't just yeah. choose to believe you something. can't just yeah you're not just gonna say like well I may as well believe it otherwise yeah. i'll go to hell yeah and then what's what's why is that a good thing is that your faith is based off of uh, a fear of retribution yeah right? it, that's exactly that's not a healthy way to go into something is that the only like your biggest draw is because you're afraid of going to hell. Yeah. And then you have so many religions. Mm-hmm. So are you choosing the right religion? Yeah. In Christianity alone, you have so many denominations. Oh, they're all, they, Some they say all hate that, each other. Yeah. They all hate each other. Some of them say that you have to believe in ours or you go to hell. So what if you chose the wrong one? That's true. There's way more than two choices yeah. going on here. I feel like and the right one was probably some little one that got like extinguished thousands yeah, of years exactly. ago. Like, have you seen um, The Good Place? Uh, not yet. No. Okay, it's good. It, it, uh, in the first episode, they talk about only one person ever got it right, mm-hmm. uh, and it was in 1972, and a, a guy was stoned, and he just like spouted off what what he thought the universe was like, and he was the closest, and they like have a picture of him in the office. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, so this is what basically. So Pascal was a French uh, mathematician in the 1600s. Yep, um, and he's the one who came up with this wager. But he said, number one, God is or God is not. Reason cannot decide between the two alternatives. A game is being played where heads or tails will turn up. You must wager. It's not optional. Let us weigh the gain and loss in wagering that God is. Uh, let us estimate these two chances. If you gain, you gain all. If you lose, you lose nothing. The thing about that, though, is it's also making an assumption that the the uh, reward and punishment for there being a God is based on a, one specific ideology of yeah. what God is. Yeah, exactly. So 
that in itself negates the whole argument, yeah. doesn't it? What if there's a God who's like really self-conscious, who doesn't want people to believe in him, and the <laughs> only way he's going to yeah. give you heaven is if you don't believe in him? What, if that, way, what if that exists? The only way he's going to give you heaven? Yeah. <laughs> I, I more meant along the lines of that if there is a God... Um, uh, is it going to be the Christian God yeah, that will exactly. send you yeah. to heaven or hell, or is it going to be my self-conscious God? Is it, yeah, is it going to be your self-conscious God that you can't, <laughs> you have to not believe in? Yeah. Jesus? Like, Thank, thanks for uh, being chill about things, bro. Yeah, come on in. <laughs> you can have the room down the hall. Please don't talk to me. Yeah, and then he says, "Wager then, without hesitation, that he is there. Uh, there is here an infinite." Uh, Infinity of an infinity, happy life to gain, a chance of uh, gain against a finite number of chances of loss. And then he goes on like that. And then, yeah, the point (laughs) at the end, he says, but some cannot believe. They should then at least learn your inability to believe and endeavor then to convince themselves. They should learn their inability to not believe? Their inability to believe. Inability to believe. Endeavor than to convince themselves. Maybe they have an inability to not believe. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Like, two-way street, Pascal. Two-way street, Mr. Pascal. Listen, look, and look where Pascal ended up. Yeah. Dead. Dead. Take that. And Think about uh, it. And then, I, and then he woke up, and he's in, like, Mormon hell. What's Mormon hell? Do uh, they have a hell? No, they don't have a hell. Okay, then. Yeah, but it's they have layers of heaven. So he's in the lowest level of Mormon heaven, and he's like, oh, crap. Well, what? at least... Is it a bad layer? I think it's just, I don't know, maybe it's just uncomfortable. And maybe like there's just like you have a, something in your shoe. I mean, you would think that any layer of heaven would be all right, right? Yeah, you'd think so. I guess, you know, the grass is always greener. Yeah. yeah or the clouds true. are always whiter. Yeah, maybe you just have brown grass. Because they live in cloud condos? Co- cloud condos, yeah. That's <laughs> how it works in heaven. <laughs> yeah, but cloud contractor come in. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're tearing down all the two-story homes to build <laughs> yeah, cloud, exactly. cloud condos. So then I'll go through. These are mostly from the Wikipedia page for Christian apologetics. Okay. Because uh, that, that's where I get most of my outlines. Yeah. Um, you know, I yeah. mean, it's a publicly sourced uh, yeah, encyclopedia. Exactly. Uh, so here are some categories of different other types of apologetics. Wait, I just want to uh, say oh, yes, so yes, if, yes. if anyone has a problem with our facts, uh, you can blame the world. The world. <laughs> Right, that was a good Norm Macdonald. Thanks. <laughs> they went to war, and guess who they picked as, picked as their <laughs> opponent? The world. <laughs> I just, it just felt uh, fitting for what we were talking about, but please, yeah, continue. <laughs> uh, yeah, defense of miracles is a common one. Like, hey, I saw a miracle once, therefore God must exist. Defensive miracles. Yeah. That's what defense, they're called? Yeah, defensive miracles. Okay. Yes. Uh, so the, they cited C.S. Lewis, Norman Geiser, Geisler, and William Lane Craig having used these at some point. Can you can you give me an example of one of these that might uh, that might convince you? Yeah, um, if you have one. If you I don't, don't have one okay. ready to go, let's see. Let's see if I can find one. This would just be like any kind of miracle, yeah, or, or like, something. Or like, uh, Jesus's miracles were definitely true. Therefore, Jesus was God. Or or miracles happen today, and therefore, definitely God. <laughs> the, <laughs> like, the thing is, like Jesus's miracles were definitely true. Therefore, yeah, it's therefore real. God. Yeah, that's basically saying uh, this fictional thing is real. Therefore, this other fictional thing yeah, is it's real. True. It's like, yeah, it's What? Yeah. That doesn't. That that does not track. Spider-Man uh, used webs. We can prove it because it says in this book, Spider-Man used webs. Therefore, comics are real. Yeah. Uh, prophetic f- fulfillment is another one. Okay. So basically, they say that... Um, oh, kind of like uh, if they said it, it would happen and then it does? Yeah. Basically, they there's a lot of people who say that 
Old Testament um, prophecies came true in the New Testament. But um, uh, that's that's two works of fiction yeah. written. <laughs> it's and, true. It's the same book. It's like reading yeah. a book and then reading the sequel and being like, a lot of the stuff they said in the first book uh, is coming to fruition in the second one. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's that's how you write a book. Yeah, exactly. It's like, with, yeah, because a few of them are in Daniel and they talk about like um, the uh, the anointed one entering the temple doors and they're like, in, in 70 years or whatever. And they're like, and he did that in 70 years. And I remember I was watching, uh, I think it was The Atheist Experience. It's mm-hmm. a, a TV show with Matt Delahunty. And uh, somebody mentioned that and he's like, so what is it like the next person the first person who walks in the temple after 70 years is the one <laughs> you're like, our 70th year yeah. customer <laughs> exactly. the the yeah, exactly. it's like, i just came in for some uh more anointment yeah <laughs> cream or something yeah, exactly uh um, and then yeah even like they have a, a lot of times have you, have you seen passion of the christ yeah years ago yeah you know how like it opens with a, a verse from isaiah and, oh i don't know it oh, that okay. well sorry yeah this was like like at least 12 years ago oh, okay. I saw it. yeah it's like because it, the verse and i say is like he was wounded for your iniquities bruised for your disease or whatever and it's supposed to be about christ but then if you read more it's like uh definitely about a different character <laughs> oh. and uh same with like um they will like at one point they always use they will call him emmanuel uh, from the old testament it's like but they didn't call him Emmanuel. they called him jesus like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah but it means anointed one yeah okay but they didn't call him Emmanuel. <laughs> yeah. it seems like they're cherry picking yeah. uh, things to work for them yeah. uh the other thing too is it's just the nostradamus effect yeah it's true actually it's funny because right in um the christian apologetics wikipedia page it says see for this one it says see also post diction yeah. which is um the skeptics term for it basically saying that like you can just make things fit. Yeah, which yeah. is what people do all the time. Yeah, you, there's hits and there's misses. You ignore the misses. Oh, especially you, when yeah. there's such an ambiguity in the yeah. language. It's so easy to say, like, well, this must mean this, and yeah. this is this, therefore this. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, well, no, that's not yeah. how things work, but okay. It's like really long, cold reading over time. Or like astrology, hor- uh, horoscopes. Yeah, uh, when people are like, you know what? I am a, a very confident, crazy person, and maybe this year I will uh, meet someone new in my life. Yeah, and but then if, yeah, you're gonna meet somebody new yeah. in a year, hopefully. It's, hopefully, yeah. It's just it's generic enough yeah. that you can ascribe anything to it. Oh yeah, uh, Bible apologetics, basically saying that uh, the Bible's right. We can prove it. Uh, the Bible's in inerrant, and therefore. God. <laughs> okay. The, um, I find it very funny that uh, they're using a document that uh, claims something in order to like prove its claims. Yeah. Which seems like it's like doing a study on something and then using that study to back up the study. Yeah. It's yeah. it's uh one guy um, one guy Christians will use a lot is Lee Strobel. He wrote a book called The Case for Christ. Yeah. They recently made a Christian movie about it. One of his arguments is that there was 500 witnesses that saw Jesus after the resurrection. 
but it just says that in the Bible. There's no other places. Yeah, it's an arbitrary. Yeah, the book wrote that 500 people saw it, therefore 500, there were 500 witnesses that all cooperated it. Like, yeah. no, we don't have any of their we cooperations anywhere else. Any secondary sources yeah. or any real primary sources. Yeah, it, it just says, just... like, why would 500 people lie? No, those there were 500 fictional characters <laughs> and the bible was written how long after this supposedly happened too? Uh, the, like those yeah books? those books were probably like 90 years or 60 to 90 years after like, so like yeah <sighs> yeah i mean try writing about something from uh five years ago yeah right now yeah and see how much of it you're gonna you're just gonna make it up. yeah it's true <laughs> and we have the internet <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah then there's a number of uh philosophical um, arguments. Uh, we kind of talked about the cosmological arguments, um, but it's basically that, like, yeah, there's five kind of, or sorry, six philosoph- philosophical arguments that we'll kind of go through, and these are okay. popularly used. Uh, cosmological argument. There's a clom- closmo- cosmological argument, which is what William Lane Craig uses. Yeah. Um, but it's basically the same thing that the universe exists, therefore God must exist. All right. And okay, that's I mean, that's I don't know. It's an it's, old one. Plato used it. You know, that's the universe a, like, exists. Therefore, syllo- gods must syllogisms. It sounds. It's like yeah. uh, uh, dogs have uh, four legs. My cat has four legs. Therefore, my my cat is a dog. Yeah, or like saying uh, I don't know if it's quite the same, but I just like I like those. Chocolate comes out of my butt. <laughs> therefore, you have chocolate. Therefore, it came out of my butt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean. It is. Is it chocolate? You should see a doctor about that. It's yeah. sweet. I stand by what I said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I should see a few doctors. <laughs> a few, yeah. Yeah. A whole team, like, in-house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, there's the teleological argument, which argues that there is a pers- purposeful design in the world around us, and a design requires a designer. Uh, I hate that argument yeah. so much. Um, it's too complex. Like, yeah. Well, it didn't start complex, you fucking moron. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like the watchmaker argument. Have you heard the watchmaker argument? Yeah, yeah if you're walking uh, through a forest, you see a, a watch on the ground, then you know it had a designer. First of all, I'd be like, ooh, free watch. That I wouldn't think yeah, about yeah. the designer. Yeah, well. But I would also know where it came from because yeah. I there's a logical reason for it. Yeah. But I mean, if you look at a tree, you're not like, oh, there's been a crater behind mm-hmm. that. You not think, that this yeah. was based off of, you know, actual science. Yeah, exactly. There's a, there's a video of dissecting a giraffe, mm-hmm. right? And uh, the giraffe died of natural causes. Calm down, people. Uh <laughs> I just imaginary audience who's mad yeah. that somebody was uh, dissecting a draft. But I mean, if you could, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> but there's a nerve um, from the eye to the brain mm-hmm. that goes down your throat, or like down your neck, and then back up again. Um, and with a giraffe, it's like this really long nerve. Yeah. And humans have it too. And the reason is, is it's from the fish stage, it didn't really matter because they were both there. But just as we evolved, it just went down further and further down. Oh, okay. And it's just not the shortest path because that just yeah. happened, just kind of a... 
odd is a, thing a that biological happened. leftover. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I mean, I was talking to someone about this. Is like they were asking, like, why do men have nipples? And it's like it's just a, it's just the developmental stages of 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 human beings. It's yeah. just how we develop in the womb. Yeah. We all start as one gender, and then it kind of like yeah goes wherever to where it goes. Yeah, I always thought it was because God thought we looked weird without them. That's true. If we were just smooth, yeah, it'd be yeah. weird. Yeah. Do you think we could probably get some surgery to just be smooth? I think so. Yeah. I don't see why not. Yeah. Yeah. Can we get something else there instead of nipples? Let's get that going. Yeah. Like maybe a hot and cold faucet. I was going to get one for like uh, melted butter. Oh. And then the other one could be for, uh, I don't know, soda water or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, That just reminded me of uh, back in the day uh, I had a a cancer scare. They thought I might have cancer. I didn't. But it was test- testicular. Oh, so, so someone had to touch your yeah your doodads. Yeah, I felt so bad for. Her. Was it a team of doctors? It was a team of doctors. Uh, but um, we joked later that if I did have to get it removed, that I would just get like a pouch that I could store things in in replacement, <laughs> and then yeah. just have keepsakes and stuff. Well, they wouldn't just like saw everything off below the 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 shaft would they no i hope not i, I think, wouldn't think so yeah but i uh, mean it would be cool to have a secret compartment yeah either though. way i want a secret compartment whatever they do down there i want a secret compartment where it would design right so it's basically <laughs> things i think things are designed therefore things are designed yeah. um yeah it's okay. it's the same things we talked about on the on the creation episode about like yeah yeah. Go oh, on. it's kind of like uh, when you get an Apple product and it says uh, "designed by Apple, mm-hmm. made in China." Yeah. Yeah. Design in Cal. Do, do they still or say "designed design in California, California made, made in yeah. China"? Yeah. yeah. We. It's such a weird thing. The ontological argument argues that the very God concept of God demands that there an actual God exists. And I remember learning well, about so, this wait, one wait, in wait, philosophy wait, wait, wait. class. Okay. okay, so the idea of God demands that a God exists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that doesn't make any sense. Well, okay, okay, I think it goes a little something like this, and I, I could be wrong, so please forgive me. If you can imagine the most infinite kind of being, uh, is it the the Watchers from Green Lantern? It's is the that, Watchers. Is that yeah, what they're I called. The I think Watchers that's what they're called, right? From Green Lantern. Uh, um, but they don't actually exist. I'm just going to read it because I, I I can't give the, you the gist. So no, this is Anselm uh, of Canterbury, uh, oh, theologian. This okay. is what he said. It is a conceptual truth, or to speak true by definition, that God is a being than which none greater can be imagined, that is, the greatest possible being that can be imagined. God exists as an idea in the mind. A being that exists as an idea in the mind in reality is... Other things equal greater than the being that exists only as an idea in the mind. Thus, if God exists only as an idea in the mind, then we can imagine something that is greater than God, that is the greatest possible being that does exist. But we cannot imagine something that is greater than God, for it is contradiction to suppose that we can imagine a being greater than the greatest possible being that can be imagined. Therefore, God exists. So all of these arguments seem to be based around the fact that it's making assumptions that things that can't be proved are true in order to prove things that can't be proved mm-hmm. are true. Because it's it's saying that you know, if because it's not saying that if you if he exists as a being in the mind he must be true. It's that 
if he does and he only exists there, that means there might there could be something greater than God. That's why it's true. Yeah, and another way he puts it, but that's like that's sorry, it's no, that, yeah. that's like saying like uh, oh, I hamburgers are are great, but pizza's better. Therefore, but I think hamburgers are the ultimate food. So if that's the case, then uh, then pizza can't exist. Yeah, it's like what? Yeah, no, it's you're right. Yeah, another yeah another way he says it by definition, God is a being. Uh, God is a being then which none greater can be imagined. A being that necessarily exists in reality is greater than a being that does not necessarily exist. Thus, by definition, if God exists as an idea in the mind but does not necessarily exist in reality, then we can imagine something that is greater than God. But we cannot imagine something that is greater than God. Thus, what about super God? Also, who says we can't imagine something greater Yeah, I just than God? did. Super God. He's like... That's true. God, too. Yeah. God's older brother, uh, Dougie. Doug, Doug, God's older brother, Dougie. Shut up, God. Shut up, Dougie. <laughs> I'm telling Mom. <laughs> I'm creating a universe. Yeah. Uh, he goes on. But yeah, we just we just proved him wrong with yeah. Dougie. Yeah. With Dougie. Yeah. This episode goes out to Dougie, our one true super God. Uh, we, we love you, Dougie. We love you, Dougie. We'll always love you. Uh... Okay, and then we got the moral argument. Basically says that if morals exist, they have to come from God. Ah, that's another one that I hate too. Again, it's back to what we were saying is that your morality is based on a fear of retribution. Yeah. Well, it's like, okay, if, if, if moralities exist because of God, then how come in the Bible, slavery's okay. Yeah. Uh, a rapist just has to pay their, uh, pay a dowry. To yeah. the, his victim's parents, and um, other, and God can tell you to smash babies' heads against a rock because people today are weak little snowflakes. Trevor, that's true. That's right. why. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Back then, they knew what was going on. Yeah. They were living the righteous path. Right. Right. And we've right. strayed. Then we have strayed, and that's yeah. why we can't listen to comedians in colleges anymore. Yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Comedians can't go to colleges anymore because the snow. Now they're all going to be uneducated assholes. They get snowed out. Yeah. yeah they got snowed out. <laughs> it's a snow day for them. So. And then, okay, so the transcendental argument argues that all of our abilities to think and reason require that uh, the existence of God. They require us. To. Yeah. Why? Why do they require us to? How else would you think? I mean, okay, I'm gonna be honest here. I don't think that much about uh, God. Yeah. <laughs> at all. Yeah. I mean, we do a podcast about it, but I mean, outside of <laughs> yeah. outside of that, it, it's not really something that comes up in my day to day. Yeah, there's no real uh, necessity for me to ruminate on these questions without being prompted by someone else. Oh yeah, so they're all circular arguments. God is a necessary precondition for logic and moral because these are immaterial yet real universals. People depend upon logic and morality, therefore, God exists. Yeah, it's it doesn't that doesn't prove anything. No, it's it's the it's the chocolate bar one again. It's like it's you you set up the premise and then you say that because this exists, the premise exists. But you're just it's just a circular. Yeah, argument. there's nothing that's providing any yeah substance. No, not at all. And then the last one is the presuppositional argument. Basically, what they're saying is Christianity is the only religion. So this is less about God existing and and more about Christianity being the one, the good, the good one. Mm-hmm. So basically, what you're using is you're comparing, you, you're pointing out the flaws in other faiths mm-hmm. and saying why those faiths are wrong, and then you're arguing for why Christianity is 
is right. So you're saying that there's, you know, there's no contradictions in the Bible, and Christians do good things, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. So it's it's trying to prove faith by disproving other faiths? Yeah, they're trying to prove your faith by disproving other faiths. <laughs> and and presupposing that that's the, a, that's the, that's really funny. That it's it's so the right one. that's so petty. Yeah, it's just like no, I'm a, I'm cooler because Jimmy's an idiot. Yeah, he's <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What is that I think I butchered it? that the description for that one, but that's kind of how I, I understand it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I received a a little message here uh, that there uh, there. This is kind of uh, related to what we're talking about, but there is mm-hmm. an argument for intelligent design that's talking about DNA as a manual for life, and there is a creator of the manual. Oh yes, and yes. Like, it's the idea um, that therefore you have to someone had to write that manual in order for it to get made. Yeah. Like uh, at the dawn of time, everything was just as it is right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like the argument is basically, um, if you picked up a book, you would assume there was an author. Yeah. If you look at our DNA, which is an instruction book for how we are created, you would assume that that instruction book has an author. The thing about that, though, is is that that's a supposing that language just was immediately invented yeah. right away and it exactly. was all there, yeah. that it wasn't a progression, that we yeah. didn't have to come up with this and yeah. develop it and make it into what it is today. Books don't mate. Books don't have other baby books that... Uh, that take information from one book and another. What about the dictionary? Checkmate atheists. Uh, you just checkmate. You just checkmate. Wait, my mate. Or wait. Yeah. <laughs> checkmate atheists. Sorry. What about the dictionary? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I think I think I was checkmating the wrong person. There. Uh, no, no. I'm I'm converting back. Okay. Good. Yeah. To what? Um, uh, uh, Lutheranism. Okay. Good. Yeah. I'm gonna be a Lutheran again. Yeah, I didn't want you to be that other one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's apologetics. It's a big industry. Um, oh yeah, another guy named Dinesh D'Souza. Yeah, he's a big Trump supporter, and and Trump's helped him with things. He's been in some hot water for um, there was some criminal stuff, and he also like cheated on his wife and stuff. Yeah, that, but that still, tracks for still doing pretty the well. Administration. Yeah, Frank Turek's another big one, kind of the same deal as all the other ones. I think a, a good point you made was that it's uh, it's big business here. Yeah, it's big yeah. business. Yeah, and uh, that's why it's uh, you know. What's interesting, though, is the atheist community, I think, is kind of helping them. Really? Yeah, because atheists I mean, like debating, right? I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. I mean, for the for the most part, I'm not a fan of the atheist community yeah. or culture. Yeah. And, and I th- yeah, because I think, yeah, a lot of it is they'll set up these debates. Yeah. I mean, you have Bill Nye debating Ken Ham. Ken Ham's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Ken Ham got most of that money. Yeah. And so it's like, I get you want to say your arguments and stuff like that, but it's also, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know how to, how yeah. to go about that. Cause I think, you know, I think there's definitely definite values in, mm-hmm. in those. Uh, oh, debates. I think the debates are, yeah. they can be a lot of times those kind of debates are really great. I, yeah. I think I meant more on like a, a person to person and kind of like a, a yeah. general audience yeah. sort of perspective. Yeah. There's um kind of a reverse apologetics, I guess, um, a YouTube channel called uh, Street, I want to say Epistemology, but uh, basically what he does is he goes and just asks questions, like trying to figure out how you got to your faith and okay. how you came up with your faith belief and how you mm-hmm. still justify it. So he like kind of just brings breaks it down for you to like 
to allow you to start questioning your faith. Yeah. And it's really, they're really interesting conversations. We should, uh, we should put some links up yeah. about that. Yeah. I'd like to, I'd like to check that out. I'm sure yeah. people would uh, yeah. as well. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, so that's all I have. Do you have any qu- other questions? About no, I, I think we, I think we covered most of what it was. Yeah. I mean, I think about halfway through, we kind of got into circular uh, discussions about these circular arguments. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so yeah. I think we're, yeah, we're, all right. So we'll just head right into the Christian rock lyric Let's of the week. Let's get to it. Can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. What What is the rock lyric uh, today? Uh, love of my life, Rebecca St. James. Uh, the love of your life. Uh, wh- when I was 17, she was the love of my life. When I was 17, I drank some very good beer. Uh, so the song is called God by Rebecca St. James of her album God from 1996. Uh, so she's really hitting home with these she's yeah these titles. Uh, she well, her next album was called Prayer, Pray, and the song Pray. was called Pray. Um, There's one song on it called one? Pray. Yeah. Uh, so here we go. He made the he made the night. He made the day. Spread the earth upon the water. Made the heavens and the ra- make the heavens and the rain. Look at the sky. See its design. The very same Creator is the one who gives life. And what is man that he's mindful of us? We're merely clay in his hands. What am I that he loves me so much he would die? You know, all I can say is it's God, truly God. Can you see? Can you hear? Can you touch? Can you feel? It's God, truly God. I can't explain any other way because it's God. I feel if you replaced God with the noise, it would work just as well. Mm-hmm. Or can the you, noid. Can you, the noid would work too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's it, the noid. Is it? Uh, is it? I know they say you're not supposed to take the Lord's name in vain, but isn't calling your album God kind of taking the Lord's name in in Some would say. I mean, there's a big trend coming back now to um, spell it G-D. G-D. Yeah. Oh, and so you're not taking it in vain. And that's why, I mean, that's why <laughs> Yahweh was usually spelt with letters missing because they didn't oh, want yeah. to accidentally take his name in vain. And a okay. lot of times they would give him euphemisms or say other things because they didn't want to accidentally take oh, God's yeah. name in vain. Like the man upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> the, big the big guy guy. in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, could be, could be. I'll write her a letter. Find yeah. out. I think she's married now, so she won't be interested in me that way, but I'll just find out. Well, maybe once you, you know, confront her with this horrible thing that yeah. she's done, mm-hmm. she will feel so bad mm-hmm. she'll get a divorce. And 17-year-old me will be happy <laughs> and believe in God one more time. Would you? Oh, man. If, if Rebecca she, if she gave up her hu- current husband and came and... Yeah, it proved it to you? me. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I the mean, Bible... I would be pretty convinced for a little bit. I would have like a moment of... Uh, crisis of faith mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i mean the bible says thou shalt not test the lord your god but there's also plenty of times in the bible where he tests prophets test him and it's fine so okay. i think i'll just assume i'm a prophet yeah and say god if she leaves her husband <laughs> denounces her faith uh, i will come back to you yeah why do we got to be testing everyone what's that why do we got to be testing everyone? i don't know that's true i don't know just uh, Live your life. Yeah, live your life. All right. Okay. Uh, so I think that's that's it for what us. that's what Dougie loves. Dougie loves that's super the best God. Thing Dougie. About Dougie is he just lets you live your life, man. Yeah, exactly. Dougie, don't give a Dougie shit. Dougie, don't give a shit. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll uh, see you. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Rate us on iTunes. Tell your friends about us. Uh, find that one friend who you might think would enjoy this, and uh, don't and, forget to tell uh, them about it. Believe it. Believe it. Or not. Work, work, work. Sky Moon. <laughs> Kalam cosmological argument.
Are you going to sing it? Yeah. 